Hello and welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast presented by Yui for a massive post-origin edition heading into round 14 of the NRL. My name is Chris Kennedy. I'm joined in the studio by Don Brock. Steve Turner is still en route back from Melbourne where he was down there uh, covering the Blues' triumphant Game 1 victory. Uh, Dom does the two of us today, but uh, heaps to talk about going into Round 14. There is indeed. It's good to see all 16 teams back in action this week. It'll be a lot easier to get a decent-looking mm-hmm. fantasy team together after a tricky Round 13. But, um, yeah, the good news is most players seem to have come through Origin unscathed, which is uh, also... Yeah, good signs. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit more detail in the team-by-team analysis. We'll kick off with the first game, which is Canberra up against the Panthers. Um, Raiders, I think, is it just Josh Papali they've got uh, backing up from Wednesday? He seems fine. Um, No real changes for them from their last game other than slight positional reshuffle in the forwards and probably not a great deal doing fantasy-wise either. Yeah, same as always. I think um, Silva Havili is still going okay uh, he's pretty much peaked, I think, in price. He's made $400,000 in uh, increases, which is fantastic. But um, Josh Hodgson is a few weeks away, we think, about round 16. So, you know, he's a sell before then. But otherwise, yeah, same old, same old. The outside backs might could come good at some point, but who knows when. Yeah, for sure. And the Panthers, they've got uh, quite a few players listed to back up. You wouldn't imagine Tyrone Peachy will have too many dramas given he only got a couple of minutes at the end on Wednesday night. Um, otherwise, Nathan Cleary and James Maloney both had very good games. Uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, he was also strong, uh, particularly in his second stint. Um, I guess we're expecting all of those guys to back up at this point. Yeah, haven't heard any injury worries about those four guys. I mean, most players do back up from Origin these days. Um, players tend to prefer a fast turnaround, like a two or three day turnaround from Origin rather than four or five days um, for whatever reason. But um, yeah, so I expect all of them to play. Uh, Cleary will be a good buy in a few weeks. He's got a break even in the mid 60s this week, but he's had some good scores. Obviously, you know, he's coming off his first Origin game where he performed well. He should improve on the back of that as well. So yeah, maybe not one for this week after Origin, but next week I think Cleary is going to be a good buy. Yep, for sure. The Titans take on the Rabbitohs on Friday night as well. Uh, Titans have got two forwards named to back up. Um, Jared Wallace, you think, will be primed for a big one. He's copped a little bit of criticism um, post-match already uh, for a lack of impact in Origin 1. Um, Jai Arrow, you'd almost think, is going to get more minutes in Origin 2 after, I think, just under half an hour in, in Game 1. But he's obviously been a, a force of nature in fantasy for the Titans this year. So um, certainly uh, plenty of fantasy coaches hoping that he'll be fine. Yeah, and I think he will be. I mean, he's had injury worries all season, but he's played through them for the most part. Um, yeah, he's, he'll probably be in for a big game as well. Uh, this week he can play huge minutes and, yeah, as you say, probably will play more minutes in Origin 2. Any other major talking points around the Titans? AJ Brimson's still making a bit of cash. Yeah, um, he and Keegan Hipgrave will both get past $100,000 in price increases this week. I think Hipgrave's been benched this week, so uh, yeah, not great long-term signs there. Brimson's um, yeah, proving to be an alright cash cow, pretty much what we expected, slow you know, yep. uh, money-making. Otherwise, not a whole lot else. Bryce Cartwright's dropped out. He's still in a lot of fantasy teams for some reason. He's in a lot of teams. to go. Nah, that's um, it. Not that he's scoring well, even when he is in the no, exactly. 17. Um, the Bunnies, they've got plenty of uh, origin reps, I think, two Blues and two Maroons. Uh, Angus Crichton, who obviously we've talked about recently, we were a little bit surprised he got picked. We were hoping to have him last week for the buy round, but um, shouldn't be any dramas on him backing up. I think he got 50-ish 
mm -hmm. minutes, so he got through quite a few tackles, so he'll have a few bumps and bruises, but should be okay. Um, Greg Inglis, we're still not sure about, um, had a fantastic origin game. I know they lost, but he was, uh, he was a man on a mission. Um, you have to think Dan Gagai's in a bit of doubt, having had that compound dislocation at Maroon's training. I know he got through origin, but it's clearly... Uh, you know, a major sort of injury, and then Cook's the other question marks. He copped a, a knee to the sternum from Will Chambers in the uh, in the win. Yeah, so there was there were real concerns about uh, Cook about whether he had a you know an actual injury. He's been cleared of uh, a sternum injury this morning. This is uh, Thursday morning, so he'll travel with the team. Um, yeah, I mean the thing with the Rabbitohs is they're playing so well. They played well last week without their Origin stars. They're coming up against the Titans, who they can probably beat without their Origin stars. Um, so there's no real need to risk any of these guys if there's a concern. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know Inglis was rested or Cook either is rested altogether or plays um, shorter minutes. So yeah, um, yeah, hard to know really. They play Friday, which is good, so you can get an early look at their team um, early in the round and then adjust your team as you as you need. Well, yeah, that is a benefit, having them in action nice and early, so you can work around it. They've yeah. got a massive bench named um, just because of the, the rules around yep. team naming when you're backing up from Origin, so there's quite a few names on their reserves list. Um, Robbie Farrah, obviously, among them, so we could potentially even see um, Farrah and Cook share the hooking duties, which might potentially mean a lowish score for, for Cook if he does play. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be making uh, Damien Cook my captain this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, even if he plays, he could drop. I mean, for those people who don't have him, this kind of time of the year could be good if he uh, posts a few low scores and drops in price a little. But, I mean, everyone should really have Damien Cook by now, yeah, hopefully. Absolutely. Um, elsewise, yeah, Crichton should be safe, but again, not a, not a captaincy yeah. option. Um, GI, just given his, his age and his knee history, you'd think is a, a candidate for arresting, but he'll obviously pride himself on backing up as well. So keep an eye on all the late mail for that one. Um, third game of the round is Manly up against the Warriors on Saturday afternoon. It's a Manly home game, but they've taken it to Christchurch. Um, they've got the two Travojevic brothers backing up. Um, neither look to be injured, although Jake had a, a massive workload mm. um, in Origin 1. Um, I, th I would guess they would both play. I mean, Manly's pretty desperate. Uh, Trent Barrett said something earlier in the week about, you know, they need them to play. So, um, you know, they'll give them every chance. Certainly Tom... Um, I think should play. He was pretty good on the wing. Yeah, uh, extremely especially good. in that second half, really safe. Um, and he's a pretty good buy right now. I think he's got a break even around forty. In fantasy, he's one of the elite uh, fullbacks, so he's a good buy. Jake's got a break even in the sixties. So, um, and the fact he might have smaller minutes this week suggests you know he's one to look at in a week or two. Yeah, possibly a post-origin pickup. Yeah. Even uh, Jake Trevojevic. Elsewhere in the team, um, Api Korosiao is just. Up and down, up and down. Mm. It's uh, been a little bit of a, um, a stressful ride for his owners. He was up last week. He was, yeah. 70 something, I think. Thankfully. So, yeah, so uh, I haven't got him and uh, I missed him last week, but um, yeah, he's still up around 50, more than yeah. 50 points a game, so that's keeper level for halves. So yeah, I think you just ride the wave of yeah. you know, high scores and Probably not a sell mediocre at scores. At this yeah. point, to Powell, obviously killing it, and DCE still scoring pretty well despite losing goals. Yeah. Yeah, they've been really promising. Um, probably a weird time to buy it to power week after the buy round, but um, yep. yeah, he, he looks like a look like a gun this season. I guess potentially with the um, the Denver test in a couple of weeks, is this maybe not a good time to be buying Kiwis if we're worried about them missing the, the week after if yeah. they've got to commute back from... Yeah, that's a point. Um, Stephen Kearney said that his, uh, yeah, the Kiwi stars in the Warriors team won't back up from yep. that test match, so that's... 
say around 16, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it could be worth holding off on all those guys, uh, unless you can, you know, afford to cover them, you know, stick them in your reserves for that one week, and if you have decent cover for them. Um, but, uh, yeah, as we are about to mention with the Warriors, you know, Sean Johnson's going to be uh, a target for a lot of teams. He could miss round 16. You assume he'll be picked for New Zealand. Um, but, you know, the good news is he's, he's back at last. Yeah, well, let's talk about the Warriors. Sean Johnson is named. We're thinking he's going to play. It sounds like Roger Tuobasa-Shek um, won't be in action, which could potentially mean um, Petahiku gets another game at fullback. But uh, Sean Johnson, with a high break even, but a, a good scorer, could be a, a post-round 16 trade-in target. Yeah, definitely. Um, I imagine he'll play. It, it seems like one of those situations where they had the bye last week, so they played it safe possibly the week before and just yeah. rested him up, made the most of that break and have him back. Uh, fully fit or close to it, so hopefully he starts bashing out some big scores uh, straight away, as he's been doing this season. Uh, Tohu Harris is another uh, big buy in that team. Um, the Warriors play around 17, so for overall points, uh, Harris and Johnson are two of the f- few keepers, you know, genuine keepers who will play yep. around 17. Um, so Tohu Harris is a good buy this week, I think. He's got a lowish break even. Um, his price has dipped a bit after yep. a really good start to the season. Uh, that's about it. Simon Mannering back to the bench this week is a real worry. So I think he's, I don't know, can you put a line through him as a possible keeper this season? He hasn't really shown the signs. Yeah, yet, like I think minutes. unless they go on a run of just deciding that Mannering's going to start and play 80 minutes yeah. and he gets back to some, you know, 60-ish scores, then he's um, probably a, a bit of a spent force in, in and fantasy. It, it looks like, like Isaiah Papali back this mm. week and straight into the starting team. So it looks like that's his role and Mannering's, you know, a bit of a backup. Um, yeah. They have switched it up a bit in the late mail a few times, I think, yeah. Mannering and Papali. He's, he's played 80 minutes Mannering, I think, three times this season, but yep. if he's not going to do it every week, because um, he's not a huge attacking scorer, it's pretty much 50 tackles or uh, yep. or not a good score. So, um, yeah, if you've got him, I'd be pretty concerned. I'd maybe wait and see what how they shape up this week and then mm. look for upgrades. And as with all of their potential Kiwi test representatives like Torhu, like Sean Johnson, just be aware that they may miss yep. um, round 16. Quick reminder before we get any further into the reviews that the NRL, NRL Fantasy is sponsored by Yui. Yui customers have saved over $1 million with Yui rewards and offers like $30 off $200 NRL shop gift cards. Visit yui.com.au slash rewards for more details. The, uh, the next game of the round, the Knights up against the Roosters, Saturday afternoon at McDonald Jones Stadium. Um, Knights, unsurprisingly, not too many changes after a big last start win over the Eels. They do get Herman SASA back from suspension. Um, he replaces Jacob Lilliaman. Callum Ponga, I think probably a few fantasy coaches breathing a bit of a sigh yeah. of relief that he wasn't running around on Wednesday night. I know... Um, Got very nervous on Tuesday when he was in the joined the squad. New South Wales fans were happy he wasn't there, and I think fantasy coaches were also happy he wasn't there. So he'll be... Uh, Probably a little bit energised about having a taste of the camp, but uh, but not physically drained from having actually played, which is a good result. Yeah, he's been the far and away the best uh, winger fullback in fantasy this year. Um, really hard to replace, so it would have been a major headache if he was, you know, got injured or something on Wednesday night. So uh, good to see he'll be uh, fighting fresh. Um, Connor Watson has been pretty good. I think he got. A decent score on the weekend. Yeah, I think it was 42 with a, a line break try towards the end, so yeah. he's actually sitting on a pretty mediocre score for and a lot scored, of the game. Yeah, 25 the week before that, so he really needs those attacking stats to make money. Uh, he'll probably 
make another price rise next week, but it's just about peaked yeah. after that. Um, Brock Lamb, I think, was named in the reserves this week, so he can't be too far away from the yeah. return. All the noise out of Newcastle is that he's going to play ISP play this reserves, weekend, yeah. so fit to play, but won't be in NRL until a week later. Yeah, so I guess that all we don't really know what's going to happen there. I mean, Cogger could hold his place if they play well again this week, or he could be back, and either way, Mitchell Pearce isn't too far away, so... Um, if you've got Lamb, yeah, I guess hold him. Hope for the best that he hope gets for another price rise. One or two, two games, yeah. Pierce gets back. Um, let's have a look at the uh, the Roosters. They're another team with plenty backing up from Origin. Um, one Queenslander in Dylan Napa and three Blues in Latrell Mitchell, James Tedesco and Boyd Cordner. Um, I think their their Blues contingent rule absolutely outstanding. Mm. Um, James Tedesco, one of the the best attacking games almost of all time in Origin. He, Seventeen tackle busts is, is an Origin record it would have been over a hundred points in in fantasy yep. if he did that in a, a fantasy um, NRL game um, Latrell I think 11 tackle busts as yep. well he punched out a monster and Boyd Cordner I think the most meters of any forwards they've all had a massive week um, having said that probably expect most of them to back up although Boyd obviously a, a chronic ongoing sort of knee concerns so a decision to be made on him a bit later yeah he's probably the biggest question mark the two outside backs as you say should back up um, and they'll be, yeah, on a real high after that win. I imagine um, Ryan Madison is still out, which mm. is the big blow for people who have him, especially for those who bought him for the buy rounds that he missed yeah. 13, and then he's out again this week. Um, so he's going to miss two more games having arthroscopic wrist surgery. Yeah. So I now am not entirely sure. Does that mean he was missing last week because his wrist was sore because he still had lingering yeah. concussion symptoms? Is he getting the wrist done since he's out with concussion anyway. Well, anyway, the, the point of the story <laughs> is he's out for two more weeks, which is a bit of a headache. It, it really is. Um, I can see a lot of people trading him out at this point just out of frustration, I think, Yeah. having seen him uh, miss so many games. Um, I mean, if you're being sensible about it, I guess a two-week... If you look at it from right now, a two-week mm. injury for a keeper, you should probably hold. It's the same as Nathan Brown earlier in the season, right? If it's going to be a couple exactly. of weeks, then it's a couple more weeks. And at each point you get the update, you're like, well, if he's back in another two weeks, I should keep Yeah, yeah. And it being. came back to bite everyone who had Nathan Brown. So, I don't know. I could see why you'd go either way uh, on Madison. He is a keeper, certainly mm. in the halves. When his scores have been dipping as well after that. He had a real uh, surge with a lot of 70s scores, um, a few try assisted and then some mountains of tackles and then he sort of had a few quieter scores before the injury as well. Is there any chance that his minutes take a dip? We kind of mentioned this last week, I think, um, with... Yeah, you know, well, Tupo's back, back now, bench, which yeah. sort of the reshuffle pushes Or Orbo back into the forward rotation and also the form of Victor Radley. Yeah. Um, I think Victor Radley's going to remain on the bench in there sort of best case scenario but you can't be giving Victor Radley 20 minutes because he's just too good. So I mean looking forward to next season they've got Radley who can play hooker or back row, uh, Madison's been a breakout star, Boyd Corner's the Blues captain and then they just bring in Angus Crichton as well like where do yeah. they fit all these guys? Um, Star-studded back row, uh, yeah difficult enough this season to work out where they're all going to get their minutes so yeah a few questions about Madison I could see why you'd trade but yeah not urgent tend to agree and even then potentially a, a trade-in target a bit later on when he's back and his yeah, price true. is corrected. Um, the next game is the Eels against the Cowboys up in Darwin. Um, Eels are hoping that the uh, the away trip might spark something. It's um, been pretty dire at, at Parramatta so far this season, just two wins uh, from 13 games. 
Um, a few changes there. They obviously lost um, Will Smith and Mitch Moses to injury last week. Neither looks long-term. Jared Hayne and Corey Norman back into the side. Um, Nathan Brown starting, having made his yep. long-awaited injury comeback um, last week. I think Tepai Moroa set to miss three games by suspension. Yeah, and that also means that Brad Takarangi moves back uh, from centre to the second row. Um, he was a bit of a smoky at the start of the season. It's one of those dual position yep. guys available at centre and then um, didn't get uh, the big minutes there, but he might for the next three weeks. I don't know if that's enough to justify considering him as a buy, if he's going to be a 40-point yeah. player in the centres. You kind of want a, a keeper at this point for uh, whatever Takarangi costs. Um, otherwise, Daniel Alvaro had another huge game on the weekend, doing yep. a lot of tackling, 87 points. Um, he's a real point of difference option now uh, but aside from him and probably Brown there's not a lot of yep. great value in, uh, in that Eels team. Yeah, Alvaro's been a real shining light this year. He's you know sort of been their, their best player I'd say yeah. most weeks. Not that that's necessarily a huge rap but he's putting out some massive numbers in both his, his carries and his, his tackles and um, not in a lot of teams as you say but putting out some good scores. I was going to ask does Nathan Brown's return you know hurt mm. Alvaro's scoring potential but then Brown played 55 or 60 minutes last week and Alvaro still scored yeah. 80 so it doesn't look like it. No, exactly and uh, Tim Manor um, had a Z back last week, he had a bit of a layoff with his fractured cheek Z back this I week. I don't remember. Anyway, I've Tim tried Manor's to block back. that in my <laughs> out of my memory. Um, the Cowboys have three players named to back up Michael Morgan, Cohen Hess and Gav Cooper um, Cooper played 80 minutes in the back row and um, probably copped a, a bit of treatment but he should back up and Cohen Hess didn't have quite as much work to do. He should be fine. He's probably the most fantasy relevant one because he's been um, yeah. putting out 50 plus scores most of the season. Uh, Michael Morgan, the other one, you'd expect him to back up as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, speaking of 50 plus scores, um, Inari Tuala, who yeah. uh, is now playing in the centres for the Cowboys, scored 51, including a try last week. He's kept that spot this week. Um, the, the weird thing there is that Ben Hampton moved yeah. back to the bench to uh, free up that centre spot, and now Hampton's out of the 17 altogether this week. Well, he's effectively been displaced, I think, by Kane Linnett coming yeah. back with Kane Linnett on the bench. Which is yeah. odd. Hampton's been one of their few good players um, for mm. me outside looking in uh, this season. Um, uh, Tom Malolo obviously was the star of the show. Of course. Last round, played the full 80. Um, scored 90 points. I don't know if he'll do that again. Well, he probably won't with the Origin Stars back, but um, you know, with them backing up from Origin, mm. he'll probably be relied on a fair bit to lead the way. Again, he's a captaincy option. Um, yep. I think we'll have a question about that later. Him, Cameron Smith, a few others, but um, yeah, hopefully more of the same from Tom Lola. Yeah, well, I mean, it could, even if he's not as you know, there's some, as much pressure on him to keep doing that every week with the, the reinforcements back. You'd think just it, hopefully it sort of sparks him into because he, he had some uh, quite a few 60 plus scores and then a few quieter ones in yeah. the 40s. But it was more just a drop in um, in attacking stats, uh, tackle breaks and, and yeah. line breaks that was behind that. So hopefully he sort of got his mojo back. Um, Sunday afternoon at Southern Cross Group Stadium, the Sharks host West Tigers. Um, probably the Biggest piece of fantasy news is Sione Katoa has jumped ahead of mm. Sasai Feki in the backline pecking order. Um, Andrew Fafita still going really well, even though his minutes have taken a recent dip. Do we think Sione Katoa is safe again once Josh Dugan gets back in a couple of weeks? That's the bigger question mark. Um, 
uh, what's his name? Who played fullback last week? Edric Lee. Yeah, Edric Lee. He's been all right this year. So yeah. It's really a battle between those two to hold uh, one wing spot with Valentine Holmes having the other one. Um, you'd think if Dugan comes back at fullback, but, you know, the signs are good so far um, that Gutawa's going to play at least this week, a couple more games. Um, mm. Uh, it was really quite a few teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was really quiet in the first half last week and then had a good second half, scored that great try. So, yeah, I mean, and he's, he's super cheap. He's, he's, um, because he scored three points in round one, it means he's still cheap. He's only 215k, but his break even's really low after that uh, mm. score. He got 40 odd last week. So, basically cancelled out his poor score from round one without moving his price. Yeah, yeah. So you get the low break even and the low price if you want to cash out to someone this week. It's just a bit of a risk if you want him to be playing all season. Yeah. But if you're mainly looking for a cash out and a scorer, he's a pretty good option. Um, elsewhere, I mean, Val Holmes, is he... he he's uh, sort of hit form. He's who knows? back up to his, <laughs> his starting price. Um, Jesse Ramian, he's putting out some solid numbers. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely up there in the... Um, the you know few elite I guess centers this season as long as he keeps scoring tries which he's doing at the moment. Uh, Paul Gallen got almost got 50 last week. He's dropped a huge amount of money. Yep. Money starting price 270k. I'm not quite considering him yet. Are you? I'm. I very much got him on the watch list. I'm yeah. Because like there's no chance I'm buying him this week. But if he um, if he can have a you know a 60 minute game with yeah. a couple of offloads and 180 meters and you know 30 two tackles or something like that, then I'll, you know, I'll start to look at him. Like, he's less than 600000 which is pretty cheap uh, by this season's salary cap. If he can hit, if he gets two 55s in a row, then everyone will rush him in, I, yeah. I reckon, um, at that price. But, you know, he hasn't done it yet, so it's a wait and see. Yeah, you huge discount on his starting price, like you say, but if he's not going to start converting that into the, the scores he used to get, then it's a, a bit irrelevant. Um, Tigers, they've got uh, David Nofaluma out with a, a calf injury. doesn't look like it's long-term. Malakai Tennis Lesniak comes in. Tiny little reshuffle in the forward pack. Um, I guess Mahe Fenor and SR Masters are in the tricky centre spot are the main talking points for the Tigers. Yeah, they're still doing pretty well. Fenua had a quiet one last week. He um, switched to wing to cover for Nofaluma for a, yep. a good chunk of that game. Um, nothing to be too worried about there. So, yeah, I don't know. Not much new in the Tiger side. Yeah, and p- get the odd question about Matt Eisenhuth, who's a great fantasy scorer when he gets the, the minutes, um, but sort of gets shuffled between lock and prop in the bench a little bit too much for my liking. Yeah, there's a, a few people who want to trade out you know, guys who are high 40 scorers and look for someone at the same price, and you might get Eisenhuth for a similar price, but he's probably going to be a similar scorer, scoring yep. around 50 points a game. You really want to either make a big difference, you know, jump up to a 55-point player or get someone who's really cheap. So, yeah, probably one, not a terrible buy, but someone I'll be skipping. For sure. The um, Storm take on the Broncos on Sunday afternoon. Down there in Melbourne, probably the most origin-affected game of mm-hmm. the weekend. Um, Storm have quite a few backing up, as do the Broncos. Um, Storm won't have Billy Slater, who's still out with that hamstring injury that put him out of origin one, and Dale Finucane, um re-injury of that thumb. Um, Cassiano suspended a few reshuffles in the forward pack. Um, Cameron Smith, I think, with with no origin and a few other players yeah. backing up, probably one of the, the massive trading targets for those that don't have him and also a captaincy option for everyone. Yeah, I think he's the top captaincy pick this week. Um, yeah, you imagine he'll be raring to go after watching an Origin game mm. first time in a while. 
Um, and as you say, a bunch of Origin players in that Storm team, so he's going to feel like he's going to have to uh, you know, carry the way um, a bit more than usual. Cameron Munster was really good on Wednesday yep. night uh, in the losing side, but you know that would take it out of him a bit. Adakar was great as well. Um, but yeah, Smith's where it's at really this week for fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Broncos, bit of bad news for myself and mm. anyone else who owns Tavita Pangai Jr. because he's the um, the odd man out who drops back to the bench to accommodate Alex Glenn's return. It is good news for Jaden Sewer owners because he hangs on to a uh, starting gig. They've got a few guys named to back up from Origin: McCulloch, Milford, Maguire. Um, who I guess a few big workloads there. Maguire only just come out from injury himself, and McCulloch, yep. um lots of uh, tackling to do, but hopefully all three should be right. And James Roberts, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Broncos players have been rested before from Origin games in the last few years, but I think they should come through. We'll wait and see. Um, yeah, Pangai Junior. You know, it's not a dire situation. He'll still make a bit more cash, but the hope, I guess, was that he'd be a, a cut price keeper and. Yeah, he probably won't be if he's playing off the bench. Although he is capable, like Kikau, of busting out a big score in limited minutes. Um, yeah, those huge minute games were really he was really cashing in on those. Yeah, well, they've got Glenn and Maguire back from their their last start yeah. game, so I mean, someone had to to miss out. Unfortunately, it's Pangai. He's a little bit, I guess, like Viliami Kikau in that even when he's on the bench, if he gets those bigger attacking numbers, he can still rack up fifty in uh, in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, and I think his his break even is about twenty this week. Um, same for Jermaine Azako. So you can hold both those guys for another few weeks, hope for another couple of big scores and. Another price boost, but uh, yeah, got to sell at some point unless he gets back into that starting team somehow. Yeah, I think I sold Ozarko about 10 weeks too early. <laughs> I think uh, I sold Pangai 10 weeks too early. Yeah. <laughs> well, no good, one's perfect. Good thing we're dishing out the advice. <laughs> um, the, uh, the Dogs up against the Dragons on Monday. Dogs have a few changes. Kieran Foran out um, with what sounds like a shortish term injury. Jeremy Marshall King, for those that still have him, goes from hooker back to 5'8", where it turns out he actually scores probably a little bit better yeah. than when he's at number nine. Um, just the one origin rep this time around with David Clemmer named to back up. Um, Reese Martin benched. I'm not too impressed with this. Yeah, a bit of a shock. He's been really good for them this year um, in his, I think, four games. Yeah. Made a ton of cash in fantasy. Again, same as Pangai. Really bad news. It looked like he could be a potential keeper, which would save you a trade, but if he's playing off the bench, um, you're going to have to cash him out at some point. Uh, not just yet, because you've still got a lot of money to make, but one to plan ahead. Uh, John Olive is one in the centres, who's yep. probably the cash cow of the week, I think. Um, we talked about him last week, um, even though the dogs didn't play. Uh, negative break even. Um, he should be in there for another five or six weeks until yeah. Josh Morris comes back. He's around 17. Yep. Um, Raymond Fatala Mariner has a really high break even. His price is going to tumble, so unless you want to keep him long term. Um, it's probably the week to jump off. Yeah. Either hold till after round 17 if you really want him for the buy, otherwise, yeah. probably sell now. What do we think about John Olive? Because he um, had, was it nine ish first grade games yeah. uh, for Souths and Titans and never looked like producing a, a fantasy score, but 48 um, without a try um, on club debut two weeks ago was, uh, I guess, encouraging signs. Yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, you can get carried away with one score, obviously, and it's better to base these predictions on you know, a wider number of yeah. uh, examples. But then again, players can you know, improve a lot. So like um, Corey Thompson at the Tigers, he'd never been a, a fantasy factor before this year. Um, went off to the Super League, come back, been a really 
you know, high-quality player. Scored a lot of points, so it could be the norm. I mean, we won't really know. He, if he gets 20 this week, then we'll reevaluate. But at the very least, he's very cheap. He's got good job security while uh, Morris is out. So for a short-term cash cow who hopefully will play round 17, he's a pretty good option. Just know you're going to have to trade him out at some point if you do bring him, him in this week. Last but not least, the Dragons. They also have a few backing up from Origin. Um, DeBellin's been battling a hip injury, didn't really look to be troubling him on Wednesday night, played pretty well. Tyson Frizzell was outstanding, but he also had a, a ginormous workload. Um, they, uh, they should both play, but I guess not really too fantasy relevant either way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the fantasy relevance is if they rest a few of these guys. Because mm. it's, again, like Souths, they're playing a team they can probably beat um, without all their origin stars, and that could you know, free up some workload for other players. But as we've said, uh, the Dragons forwards have kind of split the fantasy points between them this season. So, um, yeah, Ewan Aitken's really the only, uh, you know, probably the best fantasy factor, and he's missed origin as well. So, mm. um, yeah, he's a target, but otherwise... I don't know, nothing to see here. Absolutely. Um, let's get into some questions. The um, first one comes from Stefan Edge, who wants to know who the best captaincy option is for round 14. He's thinking Callum Pong or Jason Tamalolo. I don't reckon Tamalolo is a problem at all. He could uh, easily do something similar to last week. Probably won't get 91 again, but could easily beast out another big score. Callum Ponga, always a gamble, but he has been pretty consistent this year. He's been yeah very consistent for a fullback, but still there's always the risk of a 40 or something, which is not the end of the world, but not what you want from a captain. So on that front, I'd, if you've got Cameron Smith, I would make it Cameron Smith, I think, this yeah. week. Um, or probably, yeah, Tamalolo, the next best. Pong up against the Roosters as well. I don't know if yeah. they'll be letting in too many Tough team. Um, broken play tries. Andre Inglés asks, uh, which two players should I bring in out of Torhu Harris, Cam Smith, Sean Johnson and Nathan Brown? Um, then he's got a list of trade-outs who we'll get to next. Um, of those guys, surely Smith is top of the... Yeah, I think Smith... List. I go Smith and Harris first. Um, Harris has got a break-even in the 40s. Uh, Smith's, I think, is pretty good. Whatever, just yeah. like Cameron Smith, 40s as whenever well, you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Johnson and Brown are both a bit higher. Brown's just coming back from injury last week, so there's less of a rush to yep. bring them in. So Harris and Smith this week. Um, and then who are his trade-outs? Uh, Cam Murray, Fisher Harris, and Faitala Mariner. Uh, yeah. Murray and Rafay? I think so. Murray and Rafay. Yeah, Murray's back to the bench. He was great last week, scored 57, but uh, back to the bench if Souths line up as named, which they might not this week, but long term, it looks like he's playing off the bench, so uh, he's a sell at some point. May as well sell now. For sure. Tom Hemingway asks chances of Jake Travojevic, Jai Arrow, Damien Cook, Angus Crichton, and James Tedesco backing up. I'd say fairly good good in all instances? Yeah, it looked shaky for Cook earlier today, but um, signs are promising right now that he'll play at least some yep. part uh, this week. So, yeah, at this point, it looks pretty good for all of them. You know, keep an eye on the late mail, obviously, yep. on Thursday and Friday and an hour before kickoff each game, if possible. But um, at this point, it looks all right. I mean, at least, you know, with the uh, emergency system in fantasy this year, if lo as long as you've got backups, they'll come in. Yeah automatically and cover it up to four mm. players so yeah just this is where depth comes in handy and if possible take any of your in-doubt players off your starting side and put them in your interchange so that way you don't have to yep. replace them with someone in the same position as well yep definitely 
Um, Killian Amini asks, thinking of trading Silva Havili, Matt Morland for Cam Smith and a cheapie, um, Katoa Panthers, Katoa Sharks or Anari Tuala. Um, I, yeah, Havili can be traded. Moylan, I would definitely trade Cam Smith, as we said, it's a trade-in. As for cheapies, um, Sione Katoa at the Sharks is, sorry, at the Panthers is probably too short-term given Peter Wallace is expected back. Yep, and not as cheap, I think, as the Correct. other Sione Katoa at the Sharks. So I prefer him. Um, Tuala's a pretty good option as well. It's just a bit of a... Um, lottery, how long he stays in that in the mm. centres. It looks like they've got the faith in, him, faith in him for the moment, so he could be an option, or, or John Olive, as I said before, um, for a short-term cash cow. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I think Inari Tawala, Sione Katoa, the, um, the Sharks winger, and um, John Olive at the Dogs are probably the three most likely of the, um, the cheapy targets this week. D. Sorich asks, were there any injuries last night in Origin? Any players we expect went back up? Well, as we've discussed, uh, Cook seems to have been cleared and everyone else other than, I think, probably the guys in most out of the guys like Greg Inglis and Boyd Cordner who didn't necessarily get injured yeah. but have had ongoing sort of knee issues that may need to be yeah. managed yeah, I think so. Uh, and you know, news will trickle out, trickle out over the next day or so about players being rested or whatever. But yeah, no serious injuries, which is good news for mm. everybody. A few shiners on uh, Cameron Munster and James yep. Maloney, who James Maloney always seems to have some kind exactly. of exactly bump or bruise. They can play through that. So doesn't uh, seem to worry him. Um, Caleb Aegis asks, who is the best buy in NRL fantasy so far in 2018? Well, it depends what you're looking at, but I'd say probably Damien Cook as you know, the best scorer in the game and really undervalued. Yeah. Uh, Kikau, probably the best cash cow, I think. He's made almost $450,000, yep. which is massive, so that'd be my nominations. You got any others? Um, no, I think, yeah, Cook would be my number one. Like you said, Kikau's made a lot of money. I've been some surprise sort of semi-keeper level ones, like, you know, Fytala Mariner up until the, the recent yep. little downturn I think was great but yeah Cook would be my number one for sure. Uh, brings us to the end of our questions and also to the end of this week's podcast a massive post-origin bumper edition. Um, as discussed keep an eye on all the late mail there's no fantasy preview video this week just got a bit too hard with all the post-origin wrap up all our video guys down in Melbourne unfortunately so no video um, leading into this weekend but we'll be back on Tuesday after the public holiday for plenty of fantasy talk uh, we will see you then.